Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Chip up in this hoe, fresh about the liquor store Swaggin' if you didn't know, yeah I bet them bitches know Know a nigga straight up out the hood on Wikipedia King Chip, you fucking moly all up in the media Straight up out the ghetto with the knowledge of an oracle Most these rap niggas just some hoes Back recording again, man The reason <laughs> we had to take a break is because I was trying to fix uh, Mr. Minicon's audio so he could hear we So I could hear me My co-host, uh here, you yes. know, since you won't allow me to ever say your name. Like literally, when I was creating that, creating that uh, video to go on um, IG stories the other day, uh-huh. I put Anthony Roberts and then I put Artesia Swindle. And then when I heard it, I was like, I mean, when I read it after I played the final edit, I was like, let me take this shit off because she never even says her last name mm-hmm. on the podcast. This is dopest last name I ever heard. Yeah. Oh God, But I remember, um, I remember one when and her first started dating. I was like, people don't think like I don't trust you. I know, and that was the biggest thing. The, right. One of the main reasons why I didn't want to change my name. But he had this whole thing about if I hyphenated, that meant that I was leaving myself open to possibly get divorced. <laughs> but that wasn't the thing. No, nah. so I we just come- wanted to keep my. <laughs> Name. And I told her like when we was talking, I was like, if you ever wanted to keep your name and you like, hey, I want to hyphenate, I was like, you can hyphenate it or fucking keep. I'm not a traditional yeah, no. like marriage type motherfucker where it's like, yo, you need to have your name as my name and we gonna do this and that. If you want to have uh, a room where we got a bed together and a room where we got a bed apart and it's just a mm-hmm. dope ass lounge, yo. we could have that too. Sweets yeah. on the other side of the house. Like yeah. people, I think people get so stuck and we jumping right into it now. But it's like <laughs> I feel like people get so stuck on the social. Social norms and like oh, yeah. the, the the infrastructure that honestly white folks built for America like for, for that's them. not our shit. It's mm-hmm. not for us. That's like when me. you talked yeah. about it being a true born like first descendant of Africa. Mm-hmm. Like you was like this ain't the way we raised. And I think you sent me that video where the woman was talking about you know men the way women ovulate what once a day or mm-hmm. once a week. She was like men do that every day, Daily, yeah. several times a day. So their mindset is made to be like. Then mm-hmm. I wake up in the morning and masturbate. <laughs> If I ain't got no pussy, then I go for. and then I masturbate again, and then by the end of the day, yeah, Artie's been like hitting me up. She's like, "Why you sound so tired?" Like I done fucking jacked <laughs> off three times today. I've exhausted my goddamn self, and I got a full workout in my left arm. Exhausted. <laughs> I mean, masturbation is work, people. But no, for real though, man, we glad to be back. We're doing our last episode before the end of the year. I guess we could talk about a lot, a plethora of things. You know, a wide, you know, a myriad of things. Yeah. You know, so, and that's another thing, too. First of all, before we even get dive all the way into this, <laughs> shout out to Michelle Williams for inviting me to be on a creators panel at the DEC over at Redbird Mall on, on December 20th. December 20th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck some shit up. Yeah, I, I said, Are you sure you want me to be on this? Because this sounds, this seems like this is some professional shit. Mm-hmm. I, you could I'm be like, Mr. Hospital, I can be professional. <laughs> hey, Raise Mr. your hand before you I speak can, and everything. I, yeah, I could do all of that. You know, I could wear a bow tie. <laughs> A suit, a vest. I can do all of that. No, yeah. I can't be a stiffer. Yeah. <laughs> but I, when she hit me up, I was like, you know what? I appreciate you for hitting me up to speak. I just don't know how people. I'm always worried about how I'm gonna be perceived Perceive because it. I'm gonna be me. Right. If I gotta throw a fucker, a shit bitch in there, I gotta throw it so in. So be it. I have to. Then that's that's why. I mean, if you do that though, like you shouldn't have to worry about how you're gonna be perceived because you this is uh, who I that's am. That's how you're gonna mm-hmm. be. Perceived. I am the product. <laughs> yeah. This is me. And just because I use these words doesn't mean that I'm a uh, street dude. I know a lot of words. I know a lot of big words. Police yeah. department. Oh, <laughs> Probation. Probation. <laughs> I'm telling some stunning things going on in the house. Them girls doing a little something, little piece of change, doing something strange for a little piece of change. <laughs> so we had the uh, 2018 Cosign Magazine Awards that came up last yes. week. We had been talking to you guys about it, and we didn't win. Didn't but win. we looked kind of sharp, though. We did a good job. Oh, yeah, look, yeah. 
Yeah, we. I mean, you know, that's the thing Official. too. I, I, you always want to be different. Mm-hmm. And I told Ortiz, I was like, I don't want to be one of them dudes like, you know, a nigga wear a suit and they wear all these accents and they mm-hmm. have like a lapel on and a bow tie, tie, watch, 12 bracelets, a chain, <laughs> earrings. Rings. Yeah, you be like, God damn, just either a handkerchief, no handkerchief mm-hmm. and just rock the suit. So for me, I'm like, let me get a tailored suit, do something with my hair, put some glasses on. I was high as fuck, but act like you all right. Every picture I saw, the I was like, I look great. like Sleepy Brown. Yeah, yes. the, the pictures look great. I saw and Artesia did, I don't know how many outfit changes. We weren't even both supposed hey, to be wearing man. black, but hey. she did. She was supposed to wear a red number, which she still will wear at some point. I'm yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. There'll be other galas. But uh, she chose the black, so we ended up being black on black with that shit. Then Brandon came through. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Brandon for the support. Yeah. Looking yeah. clean. Shout out to uh, his mother. Shout out yeah. to my mom. Shout out to everybody who actually voted for mm-hmm. us. Oh, yeah. You know, and, um, and, and just being there. Yeah, you were one of those people. So <laughs> we appreciate that shit too, man. And I. And even though we didn't win to all the people that was sending us messages of support and everything the next day. Like, and I just oh, like the shade. I actually fuck with our listeners because some of the listeners, when they found out, you know, that we didn't win, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to choose my words wisely. Please do. When they found out that we didn't win, a lot of people hit us up and they were throwing shade on other people. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm cool with the shade. That shade is protecting us. You know, it was like they were saying shit that we don't didn't have to say, mm-hmm. you know. So but it was one interesting call that I got and they were like, you know what? Uh, you know, there was like the trophy. Like you said, the trophy does not determine how good you are. Mm-hmm. Now, even though we didn't win, this is how I feel about it. I was like, who really is doing the shit that we doing? Mm-hmm. Let's just be real. Mm-hmm. That's why I had to put it out on the podcast on uh, Facebook. I was like 67 shows, four live shows, 10 different cities, just like in and like over 50 something promotional and commercial style videos mm-hmm. of us and other people who've been on the podcast. You tell me who doing that without a full ran production team. Yeah. I give you a yeah, hundred dollars. That was just the stats from this year. That's oh, just yeah. the st- and then the year ain't done. No, no. And not to be funny, those stats were not accurate. They were a little bit under, I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I just rounded down to the nearest tenth instead of up like instead a lot of, of these big. Most people you know, round up. Yeah, most people do that. But you know, we like to be honest over there. <laughs> you know, you have people be like, I got seven hundred and fifty thousand listens. You'd be like, nigga, you okay. have eight hundred followers. How many <laughs> times do them eight hundred followers have to listen to all your episodes? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just not gonna be that person. I don't nah, want to be like Nelson. Put it out there. The just, it yeah, just say just mm-hmm. if you got a hundred followers, you got a hundred followers. If you got a hundred listeners, you got a hundred listeners. You know how many times when the podcast first started, I used to listen to I would go look at oh, the numbers. Yeah. And our teachers oh. are like, stop looking at yeah, the numbers. Yeah, you oh, were yeah. just torturing yourself at Ooh. that point. I, and then when we so would have a good episode, bro, we would have like a dope ass episode, and I'm like, I know these niggas gonna love this. <laughs> It'd be like four weeks in, they'd be like 27. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you think that one's gonna hit. Too. Hell yeah! <laughs> it's like a nigga having a hit song and putting it out, and everybody and in the studio loved up it. Editing that was before you got your process down seamlessly. Yeah. So you stayed up editing, making sure the music was just. Yeah, man. <laughs> See how lot, she laughed. A lot of work. She was laughing. See how she laughed. She made she trying. You trying to make sure the music just right? It just <laughs> she remembers. <laughs> I used to be so angry. <laughs> I, that's why I have the time. I was like, that's half the time why I wanted to quit. Cause I was just like, yo, how motherfuckers is not appreciating? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But not even understanding that I still didn't know the game. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know I wasn't using hashtags. Right. I wasn't using hashtags properly when I first started. <laughs> I wasn't sharing nothing. So yeah, it's like you just nigga, you only giving the shit, the information to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> the shit you could have told him when you see yeah, it three yeah. days ago. How niggas gonna find out about your podcast and slamming if you only sending it to the same people because you don't know how to properly promote. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for all those man. people who don't know how to properly promote yourself, come on over to Roberts Media Group. You can go to www.robertsmedia.com <laughs> and, we'll, and we'll take care of that shit See, he you. learned his lesson. Ooh, I learned that bitch real, real, real hard. Now, Arteezy, she wasn't mad, but when, you know, when they didn't announce us as the winner, you know, she felt a certain type her, of way. Her, her look was, you know what? Oh, that's cool. But I know her. She like she could have flipped the table off. <laughs> Oh, mood changed after that. The next girl who came up to present, she was just kind of like, "Bitch, we don't really want to hear about right. nothing you talk about." Then she got the other three women the at the hope. table to bring in on her energy, and they were just clowning the girl up there. And I was like, "Because oh, it's, she, it's time okay, to get out she here. was supposed to be presenting an award she to the was. next person. She was, but she took her time to make a speech about her. She did make it about her." Which that one thing that you hate is do. people making stuff yeah. about them when yes. it's not about them. So I was just over it. Now I am, you know, somewhat highly competitive. Most people won't know because I'm really quiet. So yeah, when they announced somebody else, I was like, 
what the fuck they doing? <laughs> right, now, I did listen. say, now this is the thing too. I did say I felt like we weren't going to win initially, mm-hmm. not because I don't believe in the product and the brand and, you know, the podcast. Mm. I just didn't feel like we would win because it is based off people here in Dallas mm-hmm. and we haven't and Dallas ta- is clickish. Da- Dallas is clickish and we hadn't really focused on Dallas, which is what we'll be doing more of in 2019. Right. Right. But yeah, we just weren't really, you know, we weren't really doing nothing here. So it was like, okay, people really don't know us. So for us to even be in there mm-hmm. was a blessing and was a, you know, we, people got to know who we were. People yeah. were taking yeah. pictures of the screen to, to follow and, you know, go figure yeah. it out. I think at the end, um, the lady from channel eight who was hosting it, like she was like, hey, go back to that screen with the mm-hmm. podcast and let people take a picture of it. If you're riding home, you may need something to listen to, so on and so yeah, forth. So that's what it was about, ultimately. So, you know, it was good. But it was it was good to be there, man. That's good. Man. Yeah, good I mean, I saw there. the pictures, and I, 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 I think last year was the first if time. If you don't I saw put that mic up towards your mouth, this ain't a rap video. Yo, man, what's up? Exactly. So look how oh, man, said. that's look, way that's better. Way, and, and look how your levels look. went up. Oh, my levels went way up. Yeah, okay. Sometimes yeah, one, you two, one, two. Re, you know what? Reach I appreciate one, teach you. one. I appreciate, I appreciate reach you. One, now, teach this motherfucker now. I reach, <laughs> teach you. Teach you well. I got mine up. I'm not saying you. Oh, okay. I'm just oh, saying. good. No, and I hear myself way better. I was just mm-hmm. chilling right Yeah, now you just But look, let me tell you about the gala, though. Now now back up off the mic a little that's why they back up. <laughs> Come on, nah, you good. Come but I, um, I saw, I saw it advertised for the first time last year, and I was like, oh, I think that'd be cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And then this year, I saw it come through, and I saw y'all was going, so I wanted to really hear how it went down. But I mean, it's fun to get dressed. Mm-hmm. It's fun to get up, and then at the same time, you guys were being still recognized, even though you didn't win, mm-hmm. you were still being recognized for for what you do. And I think it's an opportunity to, to get more eyes and more more ears on you. It's motivating mm-hmm. to me to lose is is so motivating, and it's. It's motivating to lose when you know you should have won. And then even the based guy, on the content, even the Go guy ahead. that won, he said he had been nominated six times, yeah. and oh, that okay. was his so first time winning. So. And I was like, respect, because mm-hmm. for us, we've been nominated twice, and yeah. neither one. Wait, what was the first time? The first time, now I said it wrong out there too. I put out there, I said two podcasts uh, of the year, a year events that we've lost. But the first one was the best live show. Yeah, and that's that was we, back when we were at Fishbowl. Oh, yeah. okay. And we okay, were kicking okay. off live shows. Mm-hmm. We did our first one there, and like I know they came out and they was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. they did a dope event." Mm-hmm. So you know, they put us down over everybody else. This time it was podcast of the year. Okay, mm-hmm. so, okay. Cool. I don't, you know, a lot of people be like, "Man, I don't mind losing." For me. You know that people like you lose and get a lesson, but the way I was thinking was, what is the lesson I'm supposed to get when I feel like I'm better than everybody I'm competing with? Right. That's and that was my lesson, mm-hmm. and that's why I put out everything that we had done. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, and I looked at the other people's shit, I was like, they most of these people hadn't put out half of what we put out in here. Mm-hmm. We have 67 episodes in one year. The people we were competing about. I think the people who were there, the highest episode is 55 for the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything. So 67 for us for this one year. year. Yeah. No live shows for them. Mm. Five for us. Yeah. Ten different cities. Mm-hmm. We still got work to do. And that was 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just 2018. <laughs> you know? And we don't take a break. We really should be, at that rate that we go, the break that we've taken, we really should be at like 260 already. Mm-hmm. What is it now? It's about to be 226. Okay. And we just out here playing. <laughs> Bonus episode. I mean, we masturbating and then going to a party. <laughs> you know, we drinking. We, we, you know, real life shit is happening. Yeah, Niggas getting life. new jobs and raises. Oh, all type like, of shit. We giving y'all Things time. Happen. Y'all better go because once we get back started, and y'all gonna have to catch up. Some, 2K19 is gonna, gonna be, be that, ridiculous. Yeah. I just want to see progress. But the mm-hmm. thing about it too is like one thing that I loved about being at um, at the award show was all episode, all every podcast that was in that uh, category was black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. So I was like, yo, yeah. this is dope to even see the progression of the podcasting scene right. here in Dallas. Out here. You know, where a lot of people would have would have hated, like, we didn't talk down on nobody. Like I posted pictures with the guy who won. He's mm-hmm. a cool guy. Mm-hmm. Go check out his podcast. Don't take it personal podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They had great interviews last year. They interviewed uh Donnell Rollins from the guy who does the shit with Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Schultz, which is um Charlemagne the guy's co-host on Brilliant Idiots podcast. Nick Grant, which is a rapper on the TI. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they did some big hits mm-hmm. last year. So like I said, it just really makes me be like, you know what? It's time mm-hmm. to work a little bit harder. Yeah. Frank, do you cuss your kids out? I don't cuss my kids out. I do cuss in front of my kids. Okay. You know, and, and you want to know the reason why? Why? Because I'm about to tell you. Um <laughs> The, re- the, the part of the reason why is because I recognize just like with the whooping we talked we talked about it before. Yeah. I recognize that when I ever whenever I whooped my kids, it was because I was upset, mm-hmm. not necessarily about what they did. I was just frustrated and it got me to that point. So at that point, I really stopped whooping my kids. Yeah. 
But the same thing with the with the cussing. I'm sometimes I'm just gonna react. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reacting. I'm gonna say something because that's the perfect word to use at that time. Uh, that's number one. Number two is they gonna cuss, mm-hmm. right? So at least if they cuss, I'm teaching them how to cuss. Yeah, how to use the right words. <laughs> Don't just be out there. You don't want to be like don't want white people be like, what the shit? Right. Yeah. This is how you go cuss. What is the shit? Me and my son talk about this shit all the time. You know what I mean? We talk about, yo, son, I know you'd be cussing at school or I'd be hearing your homeboys cussing uh-huh. stuff like that. So you know he so, doing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know he cussing. But but now that's the other thing. He got game enough where he never, ever, ever, never, never, ever mm. cuss around me or his and mom. that's what you're supposed <laughs> to know. Yeah. I know I grew up in a household where I never heard my mom curse. So for me, it was important when I had kids, I wanted to have the same thing. Like my kids are never going to hear me curse or whatever. But their dad, he curses all the time, mm-hmm. like around them, because he's like, this is the normal part of life. So that's where we balance each other out. Yeah. And I remember one time I was driving somewhere and they were in a car and I was like, you fuck it. <laughs> and it just slipped out. And my son was like, um, I heard that. And so after then, I was like, OK. I still don't let loose as much as I can, but um, I think when I found out on his little social media account, him and his little friends, they were cursing. They talk? And I, like you said, I was proud because I saw that he was using his words effectively. Hey, yo, and, it's like, yeah. shut the fuck up, bitch. And right? like now, even when we're at home, because I think you came over last week. How do you cuss effectively? And um, he was getting ready to say something. He was like, oh, that was lit as freak. But I know he wants to say lit as fuck. Right, 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 but right. He, that's he that's was, that game, though. You got to know. You gotta know, cause this, because that's the thing—the code switching, right? Mm-hmm. It, we have to do it. Yep. It's the same thing. I don't, I don't talk like this at work. Yeah, which is why I don't like motherfuckers at my job listening to the podcast. Exactly. They're like Frank, fucking you know? code switching. That's gonna be the name of the podcast. <laughs> code switching, baby. Mm-hmm. You know what? It's hard to code switch. And somebody was talking the other day about, uh, I think it was, wasn't it the Tiffany Haddish thing where they were oh, like, yeah. when she was at the Golden Globe Awards, mm-hmm. they was basically trying to say, I think that, I, cause I didn't watch it, but as if she was acting hood, and it was like yeah. she did that for the white folks. Oh. And it's like, why can't we just be? Who we are all around Because it's like When we're around white folks We don't really act like ourselves Mm -hmm. Because of what we think They may think of us What we think they think of us But they get to be Who they are All the time And we just have to Take that shit Mm -hmm. Right And it's like We don't That's that privilege And then if we do do that shit We're worried about What white folks think about us As black folks judge us Man, that's a tough position to be. That in. is a very tough position to be in, and we deal with it daily, all the fucking time. Mm. White folks just do what the fuck they want to do, and it's like I can't speak for other minorities, but for us, like you say, we go in. It's just like I told uh, Artizi when she became a manager. I was like, God bless you. <laughs> right. What was that? Oh. Uh, so go ahead, drop that shit. Oh, my phone. I was like, yeah. oh, my pipe in my hand. I was like, where the fuck is my weed oh, at? But, but that's the thing. I was like, when she became a manager, I said, good luck. And I told my mom the same thing because as a black manager, you have to make sure as a black manager managing other black people mm-hmm. yeah. and oh, white yeah. folks. Oof. That's the hardest part is dealing with the black people because they think, oh, we black, so we got to stay We can together. be cool. We you cool. can do whatever you want to do. I can do what yeah, I You got to establish that shit off top. Yeah. Yeah. I learned that. So not to play with you. And then it's like you either have the black people who are like, okay, we about to have it good now mm-hmm. or you'll have the white folks right. just watching you to see how good you are going to mm-hmm. be to them even though they know there's so much nepotism between them. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because they taught, that's, that's their game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the funny thing about it too is um, you know, as far as like, you know, we're we're operating in the in the dominant culture, yeah. right? We're dominant society. Um, so I was talking to somebody the other day. I was we were talking about just when I'm around, um, when I'm in Vegas, and when I'm around a lot of black people. Like it's totally different. Like yeah. I disappear yeah. in those environments, and I don't have to. I'm not the only dude in the in the room with a chew stick. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody is. <laughs> so I'm not the only dude in there with some beads or some nappy hair. Like yeah. it's like I disappear when I'm around black people, and then of course Vegas got all kind of walks of life. Mm-hmm. So it's like when because when we walk in a room, it's automatically spot like yeah. most of the time. Yeah. That people don't understand how. That's why I try to tell black people, and that's why I think it's so important to pass that that message down to black men and women. Your presence is powerful. Mm-hmm. No question. They fear you on perp. They fear you offhand, but it's like, do you want them to fear you because you are a criminal, or mm-hmm. do you want they gonna they gonna fear you because you're mm-hmm. a criminal? True. But they know they can get the police just like you. Right, well, yeah, they good with but that. But if they fear your ass from education and just your presence and <laughs> your finance and mm-hmm. your history, and they can't figure they, you out, and they can't. They will never. That's ever, the thing. They will they never don't, ever be able to beat you at anything. Yeah. Girl. When when they can't when they can't pinpoint. Oh, this is this, this is, is her the type thing. of dude. He or is. this would, or she does this well, and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now when they see that they can't really put their finger on you, they're like, oh yeah, they dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I told Artesia because I was like, you know, with me getting ready to look for a new job in the new year, I was just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. People be like, <laughs> bro, your people may listen to your pocket. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't give a shit, man. 
I don't give a fuck. And I know some of the people from my job listen, and I know my managers. I don't pay me, motherfucker. You want me to stay? Pay me. Oh, you talking about just what we talking about? Yeah. Oh, I got you. Because the thing about it is, for me, like I want to find another job, but it's I'm always like, yo, people are so scared to hire me. Mm -hmm. Dreads, bulky dude, tattoos. You know, people are so scared. And then, like I told her, I said, like Mm -hmm. the podcast. You know, not even the podcast. This business is something that I take serious. So even with looking for other jobs, I'm marked now. When they go look for me, like we got history, we've oh, done yeah, shit. Yeah. Google, we have a name for ourselves. If you Google me, I can now say like Shaq Nim. Google me, nigga. <laughs> that shit, it's gonna be a lot of shit. That's Google me, up. Chuck. You know what I'm saying? From a, you sound like that nigga too. <laughs> yes. Like from magazines to other shit, from being like we've mm-hmm. done some shit to where now your our oh, yeah. name is there. Yeah, it's out there. So they may look and be like, okay, how serious is he gonna take this job? Mm-hmm. But you know the thing about it is, I knew that risk when I did this, and I was like, yo. I'm really to t- I'm ready to take that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm one of them them 17 year old niggas that's already tatted up and they don't even know what they want to do with life right. outside of rap. That's how you feel. And yeah. I used to look at niggas like that and be like, "Yo, he's stupid." Mm-hmm. Then I grew the fuck up and I said, "Yo, that nigga bet it all on himself mm-hmm. at 17 right. years old. That's right. That he has no other choice mm-hmm. but to make it." So, but you know the other the other beauty of of what you're talking about as far as there's always different sides to it. So yeah, if you go to a, a job and they now they're looking at social media and they're looking at this and that, um, and it's not necessarily something that connects to the job you're going for, then I see how that could be, you know, somewhat of a challenge. But yeah. at the same time, that same information is out there for all of those those jobs, Google and yeah. Amazon that's looking for creators. It and is. now you got a catalog. Mm-hmm. And, you know what and I mean? that's and that's what I told Artesia, and that's well, that's what she told me. She was like, Well, maybe not look for a job in project management. Yeah, mm-hmm. you may be doing that now, but look for a job. And if you're going to be project management for a creative firm. Exactly. Creative, so it's like go somewhere to where, like you say, it will be accepted. Mm-hmm. Or like I've thought about, I was watching one of my homegirls. She lives in L.A. And she was like, how crazy is it to come to work on a Wednesday with jeans, a snapback on and a jersey. Chilling. And then your your boss comes out of his uh, out of his office dressed like a blunt. <laughs> and she said, "Only in LA, and you're yeah. still making six figures and ninety eight thousand dollars a year." Yeah, then that's the you know what I'm saying. And that's why I told Ortiz, I was like, "Yo, I may have to, I may have to get out of here." Mm-hmm. The business is gonna be good because me and her, we good at what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, I got to make sure that whatever we're trying to do is gonna flourish, mm-hmm. and that means taking chances. And with me not having a, any kids or a family, she has a family. Like I can take those it's chances and risk for us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and, I mean, expand and and, it's, and be yeah. And, man, and be good at doing I see that it, shit. Man. I see it. Now I told going into the new year, I wanted to try to introduce like advice mm-hmm. to young people. You know what I'm saying? Like I know we joke a lot and shit on the podcast, but I was like, I wanted to start talking about real life shit, like uh, something that I would tell a teen. Because mm-hmm. you know, you always hear people say, or we've said, mm-hmm. man, if I knew then what I knew now. Yeah. Like so, for those people who may not have parents or you know, like shout out to to Devin, you know, mm-hmm. uh, De- uh, Deontay out Devante. in uh, out in uh, I've been smoking. Sorry, brother, <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, but uh, you know, out in LA, it's like I want to give advice to those dudes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my advice today, and if y'all have some, y'all can give some. But my advice today is, um, honestly, bro, I'm gonna start with the heart. If you like a girl or you like a guy, and you're a guy. Mm-hmm. Go for what you know, man. Mm-hmm. As as soon as you know, yeah. Even in middle school, we we know people who've had this. They knew they were gay mm-hmm. for a long time, mm-hmm. yeah. And they played that shit and they downplayed themselves. Yeah. And 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 Try to you make in. yourself feel worthless when you don't adhere to those things that you know you mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. If you love a boy, that's why I loved about uh, what's that show? Uh, this is us. Oh yeah. When they find like yeah. their daughter, she mm-hmm. may be eleven, Tessa. You know, she was. Everybody was like, "Oh, you know, you have a boyfriend." And she was she's like, like oh, girl, "Or a girlfriend, or a girlfriend." Yeah. And she was so nervous to talk to her parents about that shit because she was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. how are they gonna I look at like me?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my advice to young men and young women is: be who the fuck you are as soon as you know who mm-hmm. the fuck you are. As soon as you know. I didn't really start <laughs> living my life for me until I was 27. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I literally tell the story all the time and Artesia one day said, that's conflicting. I was a nigga who went to church all the time, yet I sold drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was so confused at what I was doing that I remember fucking one girl that I was with who wanted to get tattoos and I didn't want her to get tattoos, but found out she had a tattoo on her lower back when I was fucking a doggy style (laughs) and had the audacity to complain about the After you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Long stroking. So that's why I say. She got a tattoo, so she got a cut. She's of the You devil. know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's yeah, how confused. That's what I'm saying. 
So my thing and my 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 word to people, you know, to the youth is be who the fuck you right. are when you know who you are. As early as you can. As early as you fucking can. <laughs> and like that's like when she talked to me about her son, I'd be like, okay, if he's if he's a nerd. Teach him how to be a cool nerd. Oh right. yeah, that's all. Let him be a nerd and let him know that being smart yeah, is what's going to okay. get the hoes exactly. for real. Back in you know when you get out of it high gets school, you anything you yeah. want. But keep your you know but if, if he if his uh, dress is fresh and his hair is mm-hmm. good, he gonna get girls regardless. Oh, yeah. Don't ever lose you off of these fucking it. knuckleheads, which nah. is ridiculous nah. in middle school. But that's another story for Shit. another time. Hey, <laughs> baby, start sucking this. Oh my they, goodness, ba- ain't they sucking on the past five? Yes, they sure. They sucking some from birth. And they say we masturbate in the womb. We've been fucking mm-hmm. before we got in this motherfucker. I mean, we're sexual beings. And so. how the fuck were you made? A nut. Exactly. Your daddy busted a nut and you turned into a full grown hold man. On. Hold on. Just stop right there. I'll Think about you. this shit. No, but they, no, no. I feel you. Think about this. And and this is what people Come don't on, understand. Nigga, I'm for real. <laughs> Yo, think about I mean, think about us Like we were one out of how many in a bus? A lot of them I got a lot of brothers and exactly. sisters Exactly that, that, that are not with us <laughs> So I was supposed to be I gotta Rest do your spirits you. you know what I'm saying? Yeah <laughs> But I'm saying But think about You know what What We bring We bring life You know what I'm saying? Or we, we at least Connect to the process That brings life So that's why the shit is so Fucking electric You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when you bust a nut You are, you are bringing in Millions of, of potential lives Millions of uh, potential existences Frank I'm high You, know? you just don't know how deep this is <laughs> I'm, just, I'm serious People don't understand that shit man Bring What we have is so powerful lives. Yeah What we have is so powerful And then when we connect in that way mm-hmm. it's, it's divine you know We what can't I'm do shit without y'all Nah So with us talking about People being who they are though Think about That's why a lot of people Have an issue with gay people Because they're like How you gonna procreate Yeah mm-hmm. And then I say Shut the fuck up You dumb bitches Almost 7 <laughs> billion of us Everybody gonna keep doing it exactly. Another thing I wanna say too I, I talked to this I said this to a white person This week White folks always say Black people out here Fucking and just having babies Why the fuck We only 12% of this Fucking country mm. So y'all the motherfuckers this Fucking country, a lot Yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah, or but they'll, they, but, or they'll but, say we the ones on uh, getting all the no assistance, welfare. and y'all are 63 percent. Yeah, yeah. why but the fuck? Who gonna oh start changing this narrative? I thought your white folks is the new you. nigga. <laughs> Who? I, that sounded like your mom's phone. I was like, <laughs> I was just hoping somebody was cash apping me because I'm broke in the motherfucker. I was like, I hope some change is going in. That just sound like some change. <laughs> yeah, that was some change. Like, Flip the coin, man. Your cash, Flip the your cash check. <laughs> but you know, it's interesting. It's interesting that you say that because I think the studies show that they're actually not procreating as fast as some of the other uh, po- populations of people of color. Mm-hmm. No. Ooh, oh, black people? White people. They're mm-hmm. not procreating as, to, at the same rate mm-hmm. when you compare it to the other groups, I, which is another reason why they're so nervous about mm-hmm. The takeover. Yes. yes. The yes. takeover is begun. It's just we have to learn to work together. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, we're getting better, definitely. though. We are getting better. I just think the thing about it is... Uh, I'm kind of like the people, the the KKK leaders. The shit ain't gonna change. Racism is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nah, you gotta yeah, pick as long a side. As we got it. No, you gotta no. pick a fucking side. It's everywhere. But I think you have to pick a side and to be willing to extend your hand across the aisle. Yeah. In doing so, so pick your side. Be black as fuck. Mm-hmm. But then why are you then, touching to me when you say that shit? I mean, because I'm black as fuck. You are black as and fuck. Proud. Yes, and you should be. <laughs> That's right. But we should be able to reach across that aisle and be like, yo, yo. You know, I fuck. I heard somebody say this on Black Lightning, mm-hmm. and she said, "When y'all love y'all self, you can say Black Power, Black Love, mm-hmm. Black this and this mm-hmm. and that." And she's like, "But when we do it, it's seen as whatever." And you know, Black Lightning said, "Cause you're racist. Mm-hmm. Like we <laughs> right. don't be saying it's a different black, message. Yeah, we don't say Black this and Black that to say fuck white people. Right. We have to do it to say, bitch, we are acknowledging mm-hmm. ourselves because history says we shouldn't acknowledge ourselves. You, yes. we don't, don't nobody like us, so we have to say Black Power mm-hmm. and stand up and be brave enough to That's do right. that in a world that doesn't." And like that to tell other black people it's okay to be fucking you, right? Because everybody's and, telling us not to be. Yeah, and and you as a and this is why I try to tell white people because I think that really, um, I mean, I, they understand, but they only understand to a point mm-hmm. this this privilege or mm-hmm. this this system that was created to benefit them. Like, don't you understand? Yeah. When you look around, you're a white person. You look around. Don't you understand that there was a calculated decision? And systems that were created to benefit you, not other people. Not other people, mm-hmm. man. You know, and, and that's the thing. If it benefits, and this is the problem to me, if it if I create something that benefits my people, it should also be something that other people can take advantage of. Mm-hmm. And that's where white people are different to me. Because yeah. when they create something, it's for their gain only. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what racism is. When you try to create a system that benefits only one race, yep. at, well, at the same time, you know, limiting the privileges and the challenges of other about. people or Which the uh, opportunities. 
Because uh, one of my homegirls, she posted on Facebook the other day because, you know, it was uh, a lot of shit, a uh, trolling going on with the white guy who was a kappa or whatever. Oh, Didn't yeah, I tell yeah. you about that? Oh. Mm-hmm. So he did some strolling video yeah. and people liked it and a lot of black people hated it. Mm. So my homegirl was like, black people get mad about everything. And I'm like, but why don't don't we have a right to? Yeah. Because the because only reason we HBC have to open up and start accepting them when for so many years, I mean, so, and so I think it was years. a white girl who sued yeah. one of the HBCUs uh-huh. to get in, and now they've been allowing people yeah, in. But it's even like when we went to the Bio Classic, yeah. they had. White and I ain't gonna lie, it's a, it make me feel a way to see white folks yeah. in an HBCU or in a black fraternity. Mm. Even if people who I never pledged or anything, but even for the people who don't care, the only re- only reason people care is because people fought for you to have that exclusion. Mm-hmm. Exactly, they fought for you to have that inclusion of your people mm-hmm. because those people wouldn't let us in anywhere else. Exactly. And now you want to come be in it. Mm-hmm. Because your privilege says you can be right, because you want to be. We in everything. wanted to be in your black sororities and fraternities. We couldn't, and we didn't want to be because of our privilege. We wanted to be because we just wanted to be accepted some mm-hmm. fucking where. Mm-hmm. So white people listening to this, don't ever fucking try and compare your uh, <laughs> screens to our hollers. <laughs> Let's not do that because you just can't fucking do that shit. Mm-hmm. And don't try to like to me that that's that's, that's the problem insulting. I also have with a lot of the. Um, like the police departments yeah. with all of these police shootings can I get some police agency to come out and say somebody was wrong mm-hmm. they can't all be right, right you know but but they can't come out and say that which to me is the problem but just the, like white yeah. folks can't come out and and and, but and the talk issue to with other them people saying, about being racist but the issue with them not saying is saying it is they're helping the narrative move forward that of we're course, guilty of something mm-hmm. so yeah. it's like if you if you don't why don't they come out and say it well they gotta keep something close close to the chest well when a, when a black person is guilty they put that shit on oh, there I'm or blast. if a black person isn't guilty mm-hmm. but they've been killed you try mm-hmm. to find the most yeah. uh, preposterous right. picture mm-hmm. to put out that of this person to do or you try to find oh he's a month behind on child support mm-hmm. so immediately people think Dead beat. They mm-hmm. did that with the Botham John case. That's what I'm talking about. They didn't have any like pictures that made him look whatever. Nothing. So when they did the apartment search, it was like, oh, they found some marijuana. So Who all you it? black motherfuckers, Spare when these, character. when your mama, when you, all you black motherfuckers, when your mama saying smile in the picture, when your girlfriend saying smile, when people are saying smile, nigga smile because if you don't, you giving the news a mugshot in mm-hmm. case you ever get oh, killed because they gonna take a picture of you just chilling, mm-hmm. really just doing what black people do. We mm-hmm. just pose up and we mean mug. In pictures, most dudes, mm-hmm. especially young cats, mm-hmm. and they gonna take that picture and be like, he was in a. They said he was aggressive in school. Right. They'll they find said, one time that said, nigga was in detention said, yeah. and put that picture with uh-huh. that detention, and then whatever the crime is or unforeseen crime, like so we, this is us working twice as hard to get half as much white mm-hmm. folks. This is this, we that, still work. Where we still work. All your systems this is and all your drugs and all your all your engineering to try to exterminate the race. Here we are. Here we are. I was a. Uh, I remember one time in Artesia, don't kill me. Oh, hell. But I have to use scenarios. We're moving on to the next topic. What is the next? We're going to talk about Sexton. Okay. Sexton oh. in public without it being blocked. You know, because, and I told Frank oh, before okay. we got I on the podcast, I, I was say. like, you know, it's weird when, you know, motherfucker, you know, you texting or you talking nasty to your wife, significant other, whoever. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're in a crowd, you kind of darken your phone or you kind of bring it <laughs> you in. Do anything you, you can. You know, hopefully your shoulders <laughs> block the shit from the back. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, I was like, I wonder how people really handle sexting or is that something that we all do? Like we, you know, are we blatant with it? Or are we trying to hide that shit? Mm-hmm. And it made me think about one time I remember she sent me a provocative picture when we were together. Provocative. Now, I wasn't uh, uh, used to this. So when I got it, I was like, hey, <laughs> Yo, who said so who this? Who saw this pussy? <laughs> You know, you, oh shit! You he said provocative. Yeah. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, you like. Yeah, you sound like Mr. Hasper. He said provocative. I oh my god! I wasn't thinking. That. I wasn't thinking that. Yeah, I got the picture. I was like, oh, bring it into the set, darken the screen. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I wonder if people do that because sometimes I know for me, if I'm in a crowd. And somebody's on their phone. Of course, like she said, you, it catches your attention, so you look over. Yeah, right. And I've looked over on plenty of phones, and I'm like, I don't think that nigga wanted me to see her <laughs> like that. Right. Let me look over one more time. Yeah, yeah. Close the phone. Before you close it up. So it's one of the things where like, hi, have you ever been in one of those situations where like something inappropriate is coming across your phone, and you're like, oh shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know, you got to yeah. send a few texts for that picture to go up some. Right. That picture just don't go up. <laughs> That's true. You got to send about three to five texts <laughs> or a long paragraph yeah. for that for that picture to go up. If not. The only time that that's concerned me right now is when uh, my my kids always want to be around, yeah. right? So if I have a if if I pull up something like on you, I mean not YouTube, but um, 
Instagram. Pornhub. Like, yeah, some of the. He said, yeah. <laughs> he said yeah. Pornhub. <laughs> not Pornhub. <laughs> no, not. I ain't gonna be trying to pull up Pornhub with my kids in my lap. You too. But, 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 but <laughs> okay. Nah, some, sometimes, sometimes some of those, some of those pages, and that's why, and, mm-hmm. I, and I say this because I realized lately that I have to monitor the pages that I follow a little mm-hmm. bit more closely. Yep. Because there was one, there was one, I promise you, it was that Kiki shit. And it, this was a straight up porn on Instagram. You know what I mean? And they were doing a Kiki video and oh, shit. He was wow. talking dick and blazing it from the back and all that and walking oh, outside the car. Yeah. yeah. I told you it's a, lot of, it's a lot of shit like that going on. Yeah. So shit like that, I'd be worried. My kids see it. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Because mm-hmm. they, they think anything on my phone is mine. Yeah. So I'm like, daddy, be, why you looking at that? You got to be careful with the porn though too, man. I almost got tricked the other day. I <laughs> motherfucker was sucking dick and I was like, yo, that's an Adam's apple. Yo. Oh shit. That nigga sucking some good dick. Yo. Look at that. Oh. <laughs> You gotta watch that shit, bro. Watch out, man. You gotta watch that shit. Categorize your shit. Get your playlist. Get your playlist. Save yourself. Some favorite. Save yourself. You don't ever want to catch another man sucking another man's nah, dick. I'm all but this dead. motherfucker was made up. That's why, I, like, she showed me a picture mm-hmm. of that nigga from um, Star. And she said, Do you think this is a man or a woman? I said, oh. Because you're asking me that, I know it's a man. Yeah. But let me really <laughs> Let's eyeball. look. Let's let see. Me, let me really eyeball See if this. I can see it. Let me really eyeball this nigga. What it, what mm-hmm. it? I don't really know. <laughs> I'm not this sure. This is dangerous. Yo, that's really that's dangerous. I said, Yo, oh, man. my yeah. goodness. Man. So then somebody, I think that led to the conversation of if a man has changed his sexual orientation, should he be telling another man? Hell yeah. I mean, I want to know. I think you I want to know. What do you think? But it made me, I was listening to a clip of yeah. Charlemagne podcast the other day with one of his friends on there, and he was like, why do download, people call download brothers download. Mm-hmm. He was like, but why Diggity do download love. brothers have to announce that they are gay when straight niggas and straight women, they don't have to announce that I'm fucking opposite sex people. And, he, and they was the like, but society. if you choose for that they, to be but your you should, lifestyle, if you, sh- you shouldn't straddle the fence. Exactly. If you choose that to be let your lifestyle, be, yes, you need to let it be known that that's your lifestyle because you're putting other people at risk right. of something that they might not want to. That's be why, I said, in. And, and that goes back to the advice of saying, young men, young women, be who you are from jump. Mm-hmm. Because if you have to act, the only reason it's download niggas is because people won't accept these people mm-hmm. for who the Dominant fuck they society. are. Exactly. So then they have to be like, yeah, I got a full-blown wife. Mm-hmm. And then some of these niggas, you can see pussy bleeding out of them. Mm-hmm. Meaning like their mannerisms. Yeah. I and mean, we're like, is yeah. this nigga gay? He got two kids and a <laughs> right. wife? Oh, but who? Yeah, we be thinking, oh, he got two kids and a wife. He's not gay. No. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, if, so what is he doing? Mm-hmm. I don't want to live that life. Nah, and, and, but I think as you get older, you know, we understand the importance of it. Like now, obviously I'm a little older than y'all. But it got to that point, late twenties, early thirties, mid thirties, where I was like, "Yo, when am I gonna be me? Mm-hmm. When I'm, when when is the world gonna know that this is who I am and not exactly. just in the privacy of my own uh, company?" You know. So yeah, I definitely agree with that one hundred percent, kids. But the other thing about that is try to figure out, like, put some intention as you are younger, trying to find out yeah. mm-hmm. who you are, what are your interests, and all that. <laughs> I think we I think we teach the kids to figure it out in college. What you like? Figure it out in college. I'm trying to hold it together because he's being honest, but I'm thinking I gotta turn the lights on for it. Yeah, because I, I was looking at the same thing. I was looking, like, it did I, just get dark. I was like, it's getting dark, and there's three motherfuckers in here, and it just starts easy. So I need to turn some lights. So y'all listening to the reality? Let's well, take a quick break. We. You are now listening to the reality is. All my chicks in Florida. I just gotta let you know I'm looking for a donut. One that all these niggas wanted Never got together when they see it They be salty screaming She the one that they wanted She the one that they wanted Is it recording? Oh yeah, it is recording Alright man, we back But I do want you to tell that story Because the story is because I was about to do something else But you messed up And stick with it But it's okay so, is it story time now? No, it's not story time. Oh, okay. Because that's definitely not how the fuck we introduce anything. No, I'm just saying, because you look at me. It's a story time, like... Anthony. No, I really. Matter of fact, yes, it is. No, it's, but I wanted to. I, we were talking about Kareem Hunt before we got on the, the podcast. And of course, if you know about Kareem Hunt, he hit a woman, domestic violence, boo not saying boohoo Ugly situation Not saying boohoo As if like the woman Whatever oh, okay But what I said is boohoo As in it's a repeated thing That seems mm-hmm. to continue to happen mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers Somehow continuously Get a slap on the wrist mm-hmm. You know To do this shit mm. I think the Kareem Hunt thing Was a little trippy Because He didn't <laughs> Let me preface this By saying this Careful <laughs> I'm not saying That any man should Playfully 
hit a woman. No. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't. I don't think you should joke about hit a woman, hitting a woman. Arteza, you've been knowing me eight years. I don't even like watching movies mm-hmm. where men hit women. Mm-hmm. When men, when a man starts to hit a woman in a movie, what do I do? Turn away. Or I say fast like, forward. Turn it off. Yes, mm-hmm. because I just can't stand to see that shit. Right. One, I saw my dad beat on my mom and domestic violence, domestic violence growing up. Mm-hmm. But Kareem Hunt, his dumb ass to me, uh, bro, you barely really did anything. Meaning, when I heard domestic, you know, yeah, from yeah, what I saw in the video, in mind, you think. it's like he barely pushed her. She fell down. They both looked like they was inebriated. Mm-hmm. And then when he kicked her, it was kind of like a light kick to just say, ah, stay down there. That's what he was trying to say in the interview from the little bit I saw where mm-hmm. he was like, you know, I was, yeah, I didn't yeah, expect yeah. this, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was wrong regardless. Mm-hmm. Wrong. But for him to be that inebriated or that out of his mind mm-hmm. to let that baby ass push and that kick down yeah. be the end of you, bro. As we see it right We got to start thinking. Is it really going to be the end of him though? No, it's not. It's, it's the end of him. He's, he's great yeah, and he's a great player. Right. And that's the, that's the thing. He, he is a, he's a, he's a great player. He's productive. So of course, as a as a business, as a conglomerate, the NFL, they need him. Yeah, they they need him, and they will benefit off of his abilities. And he will get another um, job. You know, but the problem is, <laughs> like you gotta know. I mean, you gotta know. I don't care. I mean, even you and myself. Even the optics don't look right. He's yeah, black, that's she's the white. thing. The optics mm-hmm. look terrible, and that's the reason why he in trouble is because we see it. We now. see it. Mm-hmm. You know, they in a hotel. Come on now, you know somebody got a tape somewhere. They yep. just wait for the right amount of money yep. Yep. for them to let it go. So don't. First of all, don't lie. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. Don't lie. You know, and I know it's easier said than done. If you if you ask me about a situation. That I don't think is recorded yeah. Then you know What I remember about the situation Especially if it's gonna make me look bad It's not gonna be as bad As what it looks like yeah. But you can't like Deny shit yeah. mm-hmm. Because if it comes out And they see it Then this is a situation And if in. he really can recall The situation It would've It would've played better In his favor in my opinion If he would've been like Yo I got into it with this chick mm-hmm. Got know? into it See that's yeah. vague I, he, I should've I, I would've been like I got into it with this chick I'm black She's white, so it's automatically going to be mm-hmm. some trouble. I'm just telling you guys now. I pushed her to the ground. Mm-hmm. Not hard, but enough to where oh, she's yeah, drunk enough. and she stumbled. But I shouldn't have pushed her, but I pushed her. And then she kept talking shit, whatever the case may be. She was getting up. I kicked her back down. Mm-hmm. The kick is that wrong. Just sounds, oh. That's what I'm saying. But it you can't say right? Yeah, but you can't even say I playfully barely kicked her. Or nah, you can't even say I barely nah, kicked because nah, he did seemingly barely kick her. Yeah, he it wasn't did. even a lot of whatever behind it because they both seemingly were inebriated. But it's like, bro, you lifted your foot to a person. Exactly. Yet alone a person, a woman. Yet alone a woman, a nigga. You black, woman. a white, a blonde white woman. Mm. They want and, your head, brother. Yes, yeah, and they gonna yeah. get it. And but this, <laughs> this is this is this is the problem. Um, and that's I think that's the reason why Kansas City had to release him because apparently they they questioned him about the yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So in their minds, like yo, I gave, we gave him an opportunity to tell us the truth. And then in the current climate of the NFL with domestic violence, mm-hmm. they had to cut him. Yeah, they, I bet you they, of course they didn't want to, mm-hmm. but they had to. They had to. Domestic violence, man. I think it's just a tough situation to be in. Like for me, I definitely feel like a woman should never put their hands on a man. Mm-hmm. Right. Like provoke them. Uh, provoke them, mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, some people, and the thing about it is, it's been made to me, domestic violence has definitely been made harder for men because it's like a woman could be in your face and be like, hit me, bitch, hit exactly. me. And hit they me. know and what they like, know what to say. Yeah, and it's like, but if he, if, like, hit me, if, I know, hit me, and you go She jail. hits him first. Mm-hmm. In a lot of situations, yeah. they're going to be like, you shouldn't have hit her. Nah, mm-hmm. you can't do it, man. Some of these bitches out here is Buster Douglas behind the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw my brother get into it with a girl one time that he was dating, and she was hitting him, and I was like, yo, stop hitting my brother. Like, them look like they hurt. She was hitting some licks. Mm. Oh, man. It was one of them yeah. days where I wish Della Reese would have came out the house <laughs> like on fucking on, um, Thin Line Between Love yeah. and Hate said, he can't hit you, but I, right. you know. And somebody like, come you get her do? off of me. Yeah, because, like, somebody come get this man, bitch. I, I just had to take When a woman, man, and then it don't I ever fight, don't ever fight the girl, you know, to wind up, the girl to grab the her and be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, never yeah. stop. You like, this bitch has a, a, a battery in her arm. <laughs> you don't want to fight them. She's nice with the speed bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and don't fight the big Buster Douglas breathing bitch where if you when she tired, she just uppercut oh, you. No, no matter how much you block it, she just hit your ass. Like, the, no. Now, see, that, those are the ones, them girls ain't got to worry about no domestic violence. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I beat his ass. Yeah. What you gonna do? Take me to jail? You know what I'm saying? Because you know the dude ain't calling the cops. Yeah. But He's domestic violence is not something I want to do. All right, now it's story time. We about to get ready to close the podcast out. <laughs> uh, the, the Cowboys game is getting good. And uh, we both all keep looking up at the TV. 
to trying to see this if they're not going to fuck this shit up. So <laughs> I want you to talk about, the, uh, you can tell the story, and it's basically just, for us, we just want to try and um, let other races of people know that may not be black, that you know what, it's hard out here for everybody. Yeah. You got to learn how to deal with them fucking dog days, bitches. <laughs> yeah, so last week at work, one of my um, coworkers had a breakdown and, like, started crying and, like, was not like silently crying or but she went out into the hallway and she was crying so loud (laughs) that we all heard it in the office so i went outside to try to figure out you know what's going on she took off running Mm. out was it was it a full sprint or was it like a starter run you know when people catch and they be like yeah. ready set one jump uh-huh. or was it like, oh, like you just I'm, keep I'm going and it's like yeah. yo yo so she took off last day of school tissue fly this shit she took off in the other direction and then a few minutes later she came back into the office and she was just saying that she couldn't work under these conditions you know she was gonna have to leave and go home so she left and went home that day the next day uh, went to the office and found out that she called in and wait she- prepare yourself Frank <laughs> I've heard this one before <laughs> She called into the office And said that she was too overwhelmed To come in that day Because she had gotten into an argument With her boyfriend um, Because he was married And refused to get a divorce That's so she, the argument So she wouldn't Why would you tell your man your, Exactly your, your, your You couldn't call in and say Hey I'm not why? feeling good I'm not gonna be able to make it in today There's a lot of reasons Why I can't make it to work and You know it was one time I didn't go to work Because somebody gave me some head and you know when you really like bust and the the vein in your ball can tighten up like blue ball. Mm-hmm. You ever had blue ball? I have. I literally called in one this day. Imagine like me calling in saying, "Hey man, I got no. my dick sucked so good last night. This bitch make me feel like I got blue ball." Yeah. But she bruised my nuts. You was, can't be that serious telling these people that shit. I was shit. talking to my black coworker, and I was just like, you know, this is funny to me because how many times have we gone through certain shit? I'm not paying you no attention. <laughs> Yeah, now you got Frank in on the shit. Because I just the thing about it is I know you and I remember you telling me this story initially, and you was just kind of like, I can't fucking believe this shit. Oh man, because I really couldn't. I mean, it's like so many times, and then even myself, like earlier this week, I got some people un- get I got people, some unexpected uh, news, yeah. but I still mm. went to work. Yeah, I functioned just fine. Uh, I dealt with the shit when I got off work. They don't yeah, know what you, we be going through, and and that's the thing. If you can, I tell I tell people at my job all the time. Because we talk about the the, the the county is expecting you to always, I was like, do you think that word is too strong? Always. And what I tell them is if you're not able to carry out your functions of your job, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be there. Exactly. There's going to be times where things happen and you just, you're not, you can't focus mm-hmm. on work. That's where you got your benefit time mm-hmm. for. But don't bring that shit over here. Exactly. And then, you know, like that's just, it just causes too much drama. Yeah. So we were just talking about that at work, like how people break down over the smallest things, like an argument with your boyfriend. There was plenty of times me and you were into it. Mm -hmm. I took my ass to work. Right. But you always have a lot of people kind of bitching and griping and complaining too. We won't get too into detail, but like white folks, when it comes time to pay bills, why do you think they get... Oh, you get to bargain on when you get to pay your bill. (laughs) Since it's story time. And when your bill is like... (laughs) You know, like and people, some people probably be like, why you always talk about white folks? We need just as much black news to go out to right. uh, report it. We just put some of this white news out. Yeah. <laughs> well, since it's story time, um, I was working with another customer at work, and uh, they they had made a payment or whatever, and it returned NSF. Ooh. So they had the audacity to call the office and was like, oh, my check is going to be returned. Uh, what should I do? And I was like, well, you need to make a payment to cover. Right. The return check. Oh, so I still have to pay it? Yeah. Yes, you do. Um, so you're just not going to help me out on. at all. <laughs> what? It's the holidays. What? You still have to pay your bills yeah. during the holidays. Just because you feel a jolly bitch don't mean that the bills are going to stop. What the hell? So, oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing how people think sometimes. Like, did you just say that? That's crazy. That's You know, I wish I could have white privilege for one week. Mm. That's I think if I had white privilege for week. one week, I'd be rich as shit. It's a long week. I would be rich as shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, it would just be so much mm-hmm. shit I would take advantage of. No, I, I mean you would. Person. You would have to because it'd be your privilege. Man, <laughs> they don't even understand. You give black. You give a. You give a a, 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 a white person a black person's life. Mm. I don't think they'd probably commit suicide yeah, off the most basic would. life. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I, I mean, because you know what? It's you remember back in the day. Um, not back in the day, but when Superman, like the new Superman series, Man of Steel series mm-hmm. came out, 
and uh, and the guy like when they came from fucking crypt was it Krypton right mm-hmm. and they came over here like those the black dudes like Zod and them when they came here and he took his glasses off and and he his eyes was going crazy yeah. oh yeah, yeah 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 so so because he didn't know how to control that oh, shit yeah. like I think that that's how <laughs> that's how it would be if a white person had to live as yeah. a black person it'd be like mm-hmm. overload. It probably like blow them up and shit. Mm-hmm. Just think about like I was so watching. We deal with a lot of shit. Man. It was Shamar Moore on SWAT. Oh yeah. And remember mm-hmm. when the white cop pulled him over mm-hmm. and, and when he finally met up with the white cop and he was talking to him and he was like, "Yo, um, basically I know why you pulled me mm-hmm. over is because I'm black, but you let me go when you found out I was a cop." Mm-hmm. And you know, because white dude was like, "Why did you just tell me you was a cop?" He was like, "Why did I have to tell you I was a cop to let me go? What exactly. did I do?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, "Why are you making this a big deal?" He's like, "You know, in in Hundo, which is Shamar Moore, he's like, how many times have you been pulled over by a cop in your life?" He's like, "I don't know, maybe two, a couple." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I've been pulled over 17 times." Yeah, 17 sounds like a small number. Yeah, but think of 17 different stories when about the police when you've not done anything. Mm-hmm. Not enough. Yeah, and it went. That's made, the question. It made me ask. go back and count, and I was able to count up as nah. far as to 13. And that's just what I could recall. That's what you could recall. Shit, I probably had 13 my senior year of college. You know, you know what I'm saying? saying? I mean, uh, let me tell you a quick story. This is story time. Yeah, story time. We're gonna, next time, we're going to have to get some fucking cocoa and some marshmallows. <laughs> and some music. And she already got a blanket. I need to get me a blanket. <laughs> I don't want no blanket, nigga. Uh, so check this out. So it was one of them, you know, drive like, I remember when I was in my, my grad school. I was in grad school. And and I made the comment of driving while black, and it was like, does that really happen? I'm like, does that really like, happen? You're smart nigga, you in grad school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, nigga. I'm saying, but I'm, I'm letting you know the level of people that's supposed yeah. to be in the room. We talking about driving while black in 2016, and you asking me questions like, if that is that a real thing? Is yeah. racial profiling a real thing? Are you serious? Yeah. But see, that's the that's what I was gonna say, and that's the dangerous part. Going back before we took the break mm-hmm. with the 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 Sigma guy, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people was mad about it, and I was, and it was like black people always mad about something, and I'm like, when do we not get? Why can't we be mad? Mm-hmm. Right. Because if we don't create spaces for us, yeah, then we what? won't have any. Then what? Mm-hmm. So wow. driving while black is a serious thing, oh, but it's man. like because they live in that bubble. It's like, yo, we don't even know this shit's still mm-hmm. going on. Or you heard mm-hmm. white people like, oh, it's still racism in 2018. Yeah. Nigga, you want to switch skins? Yeah, or, or or the other problem is something will happen. Um, white cop, black victim, shoot him. And then without even thinking about it, the white person will say, well, he must have done something. He, done something. Mm-hmm. he had to do something. Yeah. Because in their world, uh, cops don't shoot people for no reason. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. And on the opposite <laughs> side of that, and this is just real talk and... I haven't said this, but I've had the thoughts and people align if they say they don't. If you hear about a black cop, if you heard about a white cop killing a white kid or a white person, what what are your thoughts? Are you asking? Yeah. My thought is I don't either have I don't have a thought. Right. Yeah. That's what I was like. It's like, okay. Because I'm so honestly used to them killing our people mm-hmm. sometimes it's kind of like a relief like and it's almost terrible okay. right yeah it's, it's almost yeah. terrible because it's like we way. die so fucking much we kind of like us. you know mm-hmm. shit at least it wasn't us you know and, and it's like that's the trauma though. that's the it is the trauma and that's the thing bro it's not just about like because that's the thing we don't hate fucking white people mm-hmm. no not at all we've allowed y'all to do all and i'm saying allow mm-hmm. we've allowed them to steal so much shit and that's what it went back to the inclusion of the Kappa and the Sigma shit because yeah. I was telling my hunger, I was like, if we don't keep something for ourselves, mm-hmm. then every in the next hundred years, white folks gonna do like they've been doing, mm-hmm. saying, This is ours. Mm-hmm. We created this. Mm-hmm. And everybody gonna be thinking that all those white folks doing the this dumbass dab and yeah. whatever yeah. black yeah. thing that we've created, they they're gonna that. think that white and, and black kids are gonna think that white folks created mm-hmm. that right. shit because mm-hmm. white ki- black kids are being it. raised now. They're dating white girls mm-hmm. earlier. They're having white friends earlier to where they think that that's been life mm-hmm. before them and it's not real. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. And then you get a rude awakening when you get out into the real world because some of the old heads are still around and they like, nigga, mm-hmm. I don't know where you come from but this is the law here. Right. Yeah. Ugh, the that's law. like that Taylor Swift re- remix of the Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Oh yeah. Like some don't kid somewhere is gonna think that that's Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift did song. that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that shit should have never came out for a fucking no. Shouldn't have came out her belly and off her tongue. <laughs> it should have died there. It's certain shit you just don't fucking mm-hmm. touch, man. Mm-hmm. It's just like people think Elvis Presley, yeah. white folks still think Elvis Presley was this shit when we know he stole it from Chubby Checker. Mm-hmm. But you know, but you know the funny thing is you bring up that that example because this is how like the world works. Um, because you know, it's like association. Like, what do you associate with what? 
so Elvis Presley with his whole dancing shit, right? So we know the history behind where he started dancing that way and where mm-hmm. he got it from. Mm-hmm. But then, so that's one thing. that That's never really said it. It's not out there in the media. But then a movie like Forrest Gump comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they make it seem like he actually got it from Forrest Gump. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the real, real story would never even really come out. Yeah. Yeah. That's but the, crazy and shit. that's the reason why, like, even with the videos I've been posting on IG stories about um Ostabu. And Ostabu is just the O S T B U. And it's mm-hmm. basically saying our stories told by us. Mm-hmm. That's a like a campaign I really want to pick up on mm-hmm. in twenty nineteen because I feel like it's important for us to tell a story. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna talk about my scenarios and what I wanna do because I know motherfuckers nah, take the don't shit. Do that mm-hmm. But it's like I do yeah, have things that, a non-disclosure. Yeah. And it's like I wanna do something to where it we get to tell our stories. Mm-hmm. And it's shot in a cinema a cinematography, yes, a cinematographic so way fresh. to where people can like, yo, this shit is dope. Not just sitting up in no room, you know what I'm saying? Talking I want like to 10 a, episodes yeah, myself. That's what I'm saying. You just want to do some shit and get Did that shit done. I, yeah, I heard you. I just, you saw, <laughs> you saw I ignored your ass. I have to ignore this nigga, man. No, I, listen, Anthony, I got a lot to say, man. What you got to say, man? No, I'm serious. It's all when, the topics. What you got to say? I'm talking, no, I'm talking about this documentary shit. I said I want 10 episodes because I got a lot of shit to say. I'm married I got kids I just want motherfuckers I'm black to be in America real. Have you mm-hmm. ever wanted to just With you being married You know You got to Damn near interview us The, the last time you was here Yeah I, I enjoyed that so much I actually did too It was, it was really good yeah. But mm-hmm. I want to talk about With you Like with you being in A family man Have you ever just wanted To be like Fuck I don't want to be A family man anymore Now That doesn't make you To me that doesn't make you A bad person mm-hmm. It's just being like Fuck I wish this wasn't My life in this moment you, Well I You know In speaking honestly And transparently I think that no matter who you are, you you go through that mm-hmm. zone of thinking about being in an opposite situation. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so so of course I, I would have to say there are times um that I don't want to be a father and I don't want to be a husband. Like mm-hmm. just even if it's just for a night or something like that. Yeah. Which is the reason why I love going out of town. Mm-hmm. Because when I go out of town, especially if I don't have my family with me, I'm yeah. technically not a father and a husband at yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the the important thing though also is because to recognize that we all feel that way. Yeah. So if you are married, you also have to allow your wife to not be a mom and a wife mm-hmm. for a period of time. Yeah, got to be somebody. You got to work that shit in. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I want to. I just want to. I know for me with 20, 2018 getting ready to close out, coming into twenty nineteen, one of the things that I want to do is I want to challenge men to call out their homeboys who mm-hmm. doing shit wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you know you got a nigga and he cheating on his wife. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just have that conversation like, yo, this shit, oh, yo, the bitch get good head. Call that shit <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, because you're encouraging that shit. Yeah, you encourage you know, you me. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, I ain't saying that. I'm, listen, I'm not judging nobody. I've fucked several married women, and I've done a lot of wrong in my day. But at, at some point, you got to say enough is enough. Right. And if you want to change a narrative or help recreate something, like, the shit, to me, the shit is lame if a nigga came in here and they like, Yo, I fucked this bitch, blah 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 blah, and mm-hmm. then you know they have a wife and kids at home, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Yo, get some hair for me, nigga, when you yeah, go." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. it needs to be like, bro, that's some whole ass shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. If you didn't want, if this ain't what you want, you gotta opt out, or maybe you need to go talk to her and see if you can get some kind of hall pass or work out something where if yeah, you get a hall pass, this, this she get a options. hall pass. You there's gotta some figure options. some shit out, mm-hmm. but you can't be out here doing whatever you want to do. You know what I'm and saying? And bragging about and it, nigga, it like, and bragging you know. about it, and niggas like, okay, let's like stop okaying the whole ass nigga shit. Well, you know, I, I think you bring up a real good point, not only in that situation, but I think that we all, you know, when we're in situations where we're talking to people, I think we all, we always assess, like, what is going to be my response to yeah. this? What could it be? How deep do I want to yeah. get into it? But I think that if it's if it's a friend, you really have to give it that thought and you have to have those conversations. Because, you know, if I, it's almost like if you say some, some crazy shit like that and you're in that situation, uh, or let's flip it around. I'm yeah. in that situation and I'm coming around saying crazy shit. If you don't check me, that's one thing, but if you don't say anything at all, you're almost encouraging it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, so you yeah. gotta you gotta bring it, especially if it if it moves your spirit to say something, but you don't. Yeah, that's something you gotta you gotta really assess, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm vocal these days. I agree. You can tell. Very vocal. <laughs> you vocal now too, nigga. Oh yeah, it's, you know. I told you. We she appreciate that. Pocket. She be trying to talk shit to everybody. We, no, no, no. We talked about being who you are from the jump, <laughs> and so now I'm being who I really am. All that nice. I, I'm a nice person, but a lot of times I did bite my tongue on certain things, mm-hmm. and I'm tired of the shit. I'm gonna be out here. You know what? The thing I'm gonna do better in the new year. I, do you, you make New Year's resolutions? Nah, Mm-mm. I don't do that shit either. But one thing I do want to get better on in the new year is when someone invites me somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Now, 
the reason I'm saying this is because I know I didn't go to a lot of things and I never want the narrative to be that I don't do shit outside of my own shit because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's not the narrative. Right. So what I want to tell people who <laughs> know me, no, for real, yeah. I, no, for real. I'm listening. I apologize if my communication wasn't great, if I didn't show up somewhere, mm-hmm. but also I invested so much into my business this year that I financially just couldn't do certain shit that other people was trying to do. Mm-hmm. And people will look and say, well, you are always traveling and going to games and shit. Yeah. I was networking mm-hmm. and then I was enjoying myself. Working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was working while some people are just doing a nine to five. That's great. But I'm doing like three different jobs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. for me, it's like me enjoying something is not a party. Me enjoying something is, mm-hmm. I think um, um, Gerard Carmichael said it. He was like, it doesn't really interest me when people be like, oh, let's go to the game or let's go to a bar and watch a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or let's just sit up at the house and watch a game. He was like, I'm a comic. Mm-hmm. I'm a creative. He said, now, if you say, hey, let's go to a museum mm-hmm. or let's go to a show or let's go like mm-hmm. to something that's going to pour into me and not just me giving my money to just mm-hmm. sit there right. and be entertained be with entertained. bullshit. It's like then I'm, I'm more, you know, inept to be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So that's my whole thing. But I do want to apologize to anybody that I've ever, you know, said, hey, I'm coming and I didn't come mm-hmm. or the I didn't give any to, you know, I consistently turn down. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, that's I don't I don't it's think uh, I don't have any resolutions, but I definitely got goals. Yeah, you know, like every year, I, I definitely have a goal, and then I reset, you know, every quarter yeah. or at least half the year. Look back, like all right, it's June. I you think know, what goals I are better than resolutions because everybody's just like, oh, I want to do this in the January, February. The gyms are full. Oh yeah, and then uh-huh. after that, it's just like everybody. You to me, it's like you're setting yourself up for failure because some of the stuff people act like as soon as it's January one, they turn change. over a new right. leaf, they become a new person. I am no. about to get fined. Though. I'm about to lose about twenty pounds, man. Yeah, yeah, me too. I was thinking about that. I was like, man, but it's time, you're already man. working on that. That's I got everything. Like you have to I got everything eat. else. So now I just need to look good. <laughs> <laughs> man, I don't have anything else to say. That's the last. This is the last episode uh, of the year. I want one thing. I want my listeners to do, and our listeners to do, is please, if you're listening to an episode in the new year. Please leave a rating or review. Tell somebody to tell somebody. He just gave you your resolution for the new year. I just gave you your resolution. Yeah, do better. Like, you already support us. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, what it? You know, the only thing is, (laughs) for me... I just just caught me off guard. No, I'm just saying, like, it it depends on the platform I just didn't know it caught me off guard. He don't have arms or... Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh. I didn't know if he was... He looked like a little man. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. You gotta That's a blessing man mm-hmm. It really is That's a blessing I gotta get off her man That's a blessing though <laughs> We just saw a kid With no arms One mm-hmm. thing my mom Used to always say She always used to be like Yo Be thankful for everything thankful. That you got mm-hmm. Even right. when you fucking broke At least you broke with uh, 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 Your whole stomach Lining together All True. your arms And your hands And mm-hmm. your fingers And your toes For real And she was like You could be You know Poor and mm-hmm. You know Amputee mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be this Or thing. ugly Or Whatever the case, and I was like, no, it is. He said ugly. ugly people in this world. Like, why can't we just call a spade a spade? Okay. What is all this sensitivity, man? It's some no. ugly motherfuckers, man. He it's said ugly, ugly like that was a disability. No, he, <laughs> like, right, he, said, he said you could be an amputee, or you could be ugly. <laughs> No, I know what you mean. He's talking about ugly. You can't ugly can't be a disability. You I know how many people don't get high because they ugly? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you're that's right. straight up. No, and no, then you got straight. some motherfuckers that's ugly they attractive mm, and they, they, they dumb know. as a box yeah. of rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know they got a job off they looks. So <sighs> ugly you can be uh, ugly can be Considered a disadvantage a disadvantage. disadvantage. How ugly you are, it depends. I've seen some other motherfuckers. I'm like, yo. You know what I'm saying? I got you, baby. Are we out of here now? Yes. Are we done? <laughs> We're done. That's a bonus, so we ain't got to do no closeouts. They know where to find us at. They've been listening this long. Hey, listen, I appreciate y'all inviting me up once again, or at least letting me get on the mic since I was here. Just get them cigarettes out the drawer and leave. <laughs> hey, man, I don't smoke cigarettes. Arteza, you done? Yes. <laughs> Happy New Year's. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. He took us back to Thanksgiving. Oh, I meant to say happy. <laughs> what is another holiday? Yom Kippur. No, no, but it's uh, the Jewish one. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Hanukkah was last week. How is it before Christmas? Yeah, I think so. We out of here.
Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.